A very good morning on behalf of Teach 613. We welcome you to take 10 for Talmud. Babakama Ayin Test, Babakama 79b, pagination is 158. We have a Gemara here that is in part quoted by Rashi and Chumash and is therefore somewhat well known. The discussion regarding the payments which a thief makes of double or of four or five in certain unique cases where he gets caught without his own admission. Now, there is a difference between geneva, which is often translated as theft, which is quietly taking whatever the thing is, in a hidden way we mean, as opposed to gezela, done by a gazlan, which we often translate as stealing, which means that he does it in an open way, noticeable by force. Now, we sometimes use these terms interchangeably, but on a technical level, these additional payments are only paid when it's done quietly. And that would be the case termed geneva, or theft, if we allow that translation to be the technical, private, quiet type of stealing. And the question is, number one, why is it that the Ganov pays double? And number two, why in the case of Sharvaseh, an ox and a sheep, does the payment escalate to four or five? And why is it unique that one animal has a four payment and one animal has a five payment associated with it? So the Gemara, about a quarter of the way down on the page, middle of the line, states, The students asked Rabbi Yechenon ben Zakkai, Why is it that the Torah assigns greater payment, greater liability to the Ganav, to the person who steals privately, theft, rather than the Gazlan who steals openly. Omalohen, he answered, This one is equating the honor that he assigns to the servant to the same honor that he assigns to the Creator, to his Master. And this one did not equate the two honors. In other words, we're looking at who is this person afraid of? If he's simply brazen, so he doesn't care if Hashem knows about his theft, he doesn't know if a person knows about his theft, and he's just stealing. He's doing it openly. He hasn't done anything that actively says he's afraid of people, but not of Hashem. But the person who does the theft privately, that's worse. Because he's showing that he's afraid of people knowing about what he's doing, but he has no fear 
that Hashem knows. Kaviyachol, so to speak, Osa ayin shalmata ki ilu eno roe, ve'ozen shalmata ki ilu eno shamas. He's acting regarding that special eye and that special ear that he doesn't care about it, as if it doesn't matter. Now, you'll notice that the term is the eye of the lower and the ear of the lower. And that's understood to be Lashen Saginor, where we speak the opposite because we don't want to be disrespectful. But what it really means is Ayin Shalmaila, the eye of above, and the Ozen Shalmaila, and the ear of above. So this is considered a terrible thing that the person doesn't want his sin to be known among mankind, but to Hashem, he's brazen, he doesn't care, it doesn't bother him that Hashem knows about his sin. Now, this is a concept by theft. But, when we have other types of sin, which are taiva, desire-driven we do indeed find such a concept that the person doesn't want to do the Avera brazenly because that would be a Chilol Hashem. That would desecrate Hashem's name. If a person, God forbid, has this terrible desire to eat a cheeseburger and instead of doing it in public, he figures out a way to do it privately because this is his tremendous desire so then, on a certain level, uh, that's in a certain way respectable, that he didn't want to bring a desecration of Hashem's name publicly regarding what he's doing. But over here, I imagine the working assumption is that the theft is not a, a driven desire that's causing him to do it, it's a desire for the item. He wants to steal it. He's afraid of people. Not afraid of Hashem. Hashem's going to punish him if people don't punish him. But he's not afraid of that. And therefore, it was an additional act of disrespect. Amar Meir. Reb Meir said, Mashlu Mashal. They said over a parable, Mishum Rabin Gamliel, in the name of Rabin Gamliel. What can this be compared to? There were two people in a city. They each made a party. One invited all the townspeople, but not the princes. The children of the king he ignored. And the other one doesn't care about anybody. He doesn't care about the townspeople. He doesn't care about the princes. Ezeman Onsha Maruba, which one is worse? The one that invited the townspeople but ignored the princes, ignored the royalty, that's the more offensive one. And that's what's going on over here. He's taking into account what people will know but he's not taking into account that Hashem knows that he's stealing this item, even if he's doing it quietly, but Hashem knows. Amar Rabmeir Rabmeir said, 
Regarding the payments of four or five, take a look at how the Torah takes into account the loss of the person from whom the animal was stolen. The ox who works, so the payment is five. Se, the sheep, Shalobitlo mimalachto, it doesn't work. Arba, the payment is only four. And Reb Meir says it's taking that labor factor into account. Om Rabbi Yechenen ben Zaka, Rabbi Yechenen ben Zakai attributes a different reason to the four or five difference. Bo re'e kamagodo kavod abrios. Take a look at the way the Torah views the thief, even though he's a thief. But the Torah still takes his dignity into account. The ox would walk. So the payment is five. In other words, it seems Rabbi Yechidim and Zake is assuming logically that's the base value. But But the sheep that he had to put on his shoulders, it's less than dignified manner. So he had to undergo that. So even though he's a thief, and who cares about his dignity, but the Torah cares about his dignity, and he gets a discount, so to speak, because of this degrading encounter that he had to endure. So he gets a discount, and instead of having to pay five, he only pays four. Yashakoach, thank you for joining.